Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back, everybody, to the Destination Limitless podcast. I am your host, JL Smoke. And this is episode seven, man. It's been working. Big salute to all the listeners and everybody who've been tuning in on a uh, weekly basis. Can't do this without you, as I've always said before, because we're on this never-ending journey together. And not to belabor, but to just jump right in. Um, As of late, just been thinking about, you know, my productivity. Been at work a lot, just been grinding. And like while at work, I started to see that I have not really been as productive as I should be or how I could be. So I started doing a little bit of research. I started thinking about, all right, hmm, if I'm not productive, I know that there has to be like so many people out there who are just like me, where they want to be productive, but they allow so many different things, you know, take over and take away from the productivity. So in my research, I found that that in a typical eight hour workday, we are only productive 37.5% of the time, which translates to two hours and 53 minutes. So to round it up, so about three hours. And, and, and that alarmed me because as people, we want to think, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm busy. I, I have so much going on. I have so much to do. Oh, I'm doing so much. That means I'm productive. No, it doesn't really mean that we're productive at all. It just means that we're trying to find different areas and spaces in our lives where we can seem that we are busy, but we really are not. And, and I kind of jumped the gun because I said places in our lives. But again, I'm, I'm going to talk about in our lives in a second. But if I'm thinking about solely just work and in work, I'm only productive for that amount of time, which is, I mean, it could be a pro and a con because if you're productive for three hours straight and if you're already assigned like a certain amount of work and you're able to get it done, you know, within a three hours time span or less, it just shows how productive you have been. But if there's an eight hour time span where you know you have to get stuff done and you know you have deadlines or you know that you have projects and everything that are coming out that you can actually work on now to be able to set yourself up so you don't have to work as hard later chances are of us doing that especially if we are seasoned vets and we've been doing the whole office thing work thing for so a a certain amount of time um we feel like we can just put it off and we can wait when in essence we should be trying to focus and plan and prioritize ahead yeah in a perfect world we feel like we can plan and prioritize ahead but Sometimes we get so caught up in the moments of now where we don't feel like we want to be forward thinkers and be able to knock things out in advance. So just thinking about that, I started reading things um, within the Bureau of Labor Statistics and just looking at different averages. And I came across a study and within the study, it showed that the average American works 8.8 hours every day. And with their study, they literally did a case study on 2,000 full-time office workers, and it revealed some alarming things during the time span of the 8.8 hours in which they studied these people at work. So it showed that the most popular unproductive activities were reading the news for about an hour and five minutes, 
checking social media for 44 minutes. Now, I feel like I disagree with it now because with us being in a social media era, we're probably on social media well over 44 minutes because we're on Instagram and we're on Twitter and we can actually get find news by using those particular tools. So to continue, I think social media is a little bit higher. But again, to keep on going with the most unproductive activities, um, discussing non-work related things with coworkers for about 40 minutes, searching for new jobs, about 26 minutes, taking smoke breaks, 23 minutes, making calls to partners or friends for about 18 minutes, making hot drinks, 17 minutes, texting or instant messaging people for about 14 minutes, eating snacks, eight minutes, making food in the office, seven minutes. Now in total, you're probably thinking, all right, okay, and what's your point? But now listen to all of those minutes. Now in total, that is 262 minutes or 4.3 hours of time where we are not productive. And that's just based off the study shown by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Now, thinking about that and thinking about what I've been doing while I've been at work, and I'm like, I'm, I, I can focus, but if I'm not focused, I'm doing so much. I'm walking around. I'm, I'm, on, my, I'm on my phone. I'm not thinking about ways in which I can work or I, areas in which I can improve on in my life. I'm just going through the motions and routines just to kill time. Now, thinking about that, thinking about areas in which I feel like I can kill time while being at work, it made me think, what can I do to make room for more in my life? Now, to continue, I want to ask the same question to you. After hearing all the statistics and knowing that we probably spend more than four hours being unproductive at work, now, the question to you is, what areas do you feel like you can make room for in your life? Now, again, I'm talking about productivity, and I understand that it's easy to fall into the same routine daily in your life, especially while at work. So the question, again, is posed, what can you do to make more room in your life? Now, it's a loaded question, but again, the purpose is for you to not neglect, but to inform, but also help you, help me reprioritize and have more order and be more productive. Now, I want to use an example. There was a man doing a demonstration and in the demonstration, he was teaching on priorities. So when teaching, he had a large jar with several large rocks. He placed five or six large rocks in the jar until no more could fit. Then he asked the audience, is the jar full? And of course, almost everyone shouted yes. But of course, the instructor had more. He later smiled and then he pulled out a bag of smaller rocks and dumped them until no more could fit. Then he pulled out a bag of sand and poured that into the jar until it couldn't hold anymore. So, of course, lastly, he pulled out a jug of water 
and poured water into the jar until it overflowed. He then paused and he asked the question, what was the point of this example? And of course, asking the question, many answers began to like go all over the room. And there were answers such as you can always add a little more or you should never be satisfied with the amount of things you're doing. And also one other one other one that was said was if you try harder, you can always do more. So, of course, you know, the crowd was looking around. They were shaking their head like, yeah, you know, we, we, we nailed that. We we got that. We, we understood your example. But of course, there was always a method to his madness. The instructor then began to smile even more. And he said, you all are very wrong. He said, the moral of this example is if you do not put the big rocks in first, you would never fit them in. You see, we often lose sight of areas that matter most because our time and energy are consumed on the little things and keep us from winning when it matters most. So, of course, many people began to cringe at the reality after hearing him say that because, you know, they started to think about their overly scheduled lives and unprioritized lives. You know, their lives were packed with small rocks, the sand and the water. Their jars were full, but they were not doing the things that mattered most. Interestingly, you could skip your priorities and still seem successful to the outside world. So, so again, the moral of it all was you can seem like you are productive because you have so much in your jar, but if you are not prioritizing the right way, even though there's pretty much no right way to prioritize. But if you are doing so many different things, you know, it's going to take away from, you know, the end goal. And that's what it's all about. The end goal right now, you, you might have to reprioritize. You might have to pull out a rock here. You may have to pull out a rock there. You might not be able to dump enough sand there, but you might be able to fit something in. So what areas in your life do you need to fit something in? Or conversely, what are some things that you need to take out of your life? Again, like what I was saying before, like using an example of being in an office setting and knowing that I'm not productive for 4.3 hours at a time. What do I need to stop doing? Or not really necessarily stop, but what can I really incorporate in my life to be able to help curb a habit? It's a, it's a good thought. And, and also the, uh, thinking of that, like, got to stop making excuses because, you know, often we feel like, all right, there's so much clutter in our lives that we feel like we can't declutter or we can't reprioritize and we can't refocus. And I started thinking about, you know, a saying that I've heard, you know, certain, a certain group of brothers probably will understand this, but, you know, thinking about excuses, they are monuments to nothing. They build bridges to nowhere. And those who use them as tools of incompetencies are fools of mastering nothing. Now, again, if I'm making an excuse over my life, I'm basically making myself incompetent because I'm, I'm, I'm constantly putting something off. I'm constantly making an excuse. I'm constantly saying that I can't move forward knowing that I can move forward. I can't have that mentality. I can't, I can't have that mindset. 
So if I know that there are particular areas in my life that I feel like I need to declutter and I need to move on, you know, it could be personally, it could be professionally, and also it can be like with relationships. And I have to figure out ways to be able to make room and make time so that I could put the effort into it. I, ha I have to make time to put the effort into something so that I can grow. And in and, and, and thinking of that, it started making me think about when I first released the first episode, I said, we're all like plants that are watered so that we can grow. Now, if there's so much in my life right now that's cluttering me, clutter could be in the form of a weed that is really stunting my growth. Now, what do I need to do to be able to pluck that weed out? I need to shift my time so that I can be more productive towards something. I'm already plucking that weed out because I'm literally being more productive and moving forward with whatever I'm trying to do because I'm already putting in a counteraction to something that has already been happening. We, we got to have that mindset. We, we got to be, we, we can't be fearful of falling into that same mold. We, we can't be fearful. We don't, we want to break the mold. We're, we're, we're literally like, like pieces of clay. That, that constantly can be molded into something else or can be sculpted into something else. It's just depending upon the mentality that in which we have. We all have the mentality to move forward and to grow. We all have the mentality that we feel like we can make room for more. It's just a matter of doing it. It's always going to be a trial and error period. You're going to have to try and you're going to have an error and you're going to have to come up with a solution. That does not mean give up. Now, again, going through a trial and error period does not mean to give up. If you think about some of the greatest inventors, if you think about some of the, the greatest creators, they had to go through a trial and error period when they're trying to develop a product or if they're trying to develop a website. And during that particular moment in time, if they gave up during the trial and error period, they would not be as successful as they are today. Again, they would not be as successful as they are today. They made room for more and they were able to figure out if they had a jar that they probably would have to take out a rock or if they would have to take out a little bit of sand, they need to probably incorporate something else so that they'll be able to move forward. Don't be afraid of your trial and error period. Continue to move forward and know that no matter what, you are going to be constantly making room, you're going to be constantly fitting in things, and you're going to constantly be productive. Just have the mindset of being productive. And knowing that not being busy all the time is being productive. Being busy all the time does not mean that you are doing something. Sometimes you're just being a busy body just to feel like you're, you're wasting space pretty much. Wasting, think about it, you're wasting space when you feel like you're just being a busy body. When we prioritize, we, we do things in sight and in mind of having an end goal. And as I've already said, when we're on a destination to limitless, we're literally on a never ending journey, but we are constantly prioritizing, reshaping and remolding, and we're constantly growing and evolving into the people who we really want to be. So never be afraid. Don't make excuses and don't settle. When you feel like you have a lot of clutter in your life, take a step back and try to declutter whatever it is that you feel like you need to make space for. You're going to have to get rid of things. You're going to have to throw things out. You're going to have to literally, you know, uh, reorganize and reshape. And that's OK. Just know that you can always make room for more. That does not mean, again, that you have to be super busy, 
but making room for the things in which that are going to matter and count in your life. And with that, as always, I am JL Smoke. This is the Destination Limitless Podcast, and you're on your way, baby. Have a good day.